When should you sell a property? Are you sitting in a position now where you think, yeah, I might cash in and take the rewards or have we got a property that's costing us too much money and we think we need to get rid of it? Let's thrash this out. I'm John Pigeon and you're listening to My Millennial Daily. Okay, John Pigeon, I've got a question from our My Millennial Money Facebook community. Caitlin Moore says, when is it the right time to sell? That's a very direct question, isn't it? It From Caitlin. Thank you for that uh, question, Caitlin. So I think it's a case of wanting to, not having to. Oh, I like this. So we've got to understand, am I wanting to sell or do I absolutely need to sell? And if I need to sell, that's unfortunate because if I need to sell and the market gets a sniff of that, then I'm open to taking discounts. I'm open to getting it done quickly and maybe the agent sniffs that and the, and the locals sniff that. And as a result, I don't get what is probably worth that amount for that property. Okay, so that, that's not an ideal outcome. And we want to be selling when times are rosy and the local taxi driver is saying, yeah, it's a great time to buy, isn't it, right? Um, That's when we want to be selling our property when everyone wants to be buying. If we're selling in a market where no one's buying and there's a whole lot of stock on the market, which really isn't now at the moment for most people or most locations, sorry, but that's when we can take a real haircut. Okay. So I love that idea of selling when we want to, not when we have to. I think that's a really good indication of our strategy and that we've had our strategy right from the get-go. Yes. What happens if you find yourself in this spot where you feel backed into a corner? Are there any kind of levers we can pull if we're in that situation and to kind of rethink some of that decision-making? Yeah. A lot of – when I speak to clients about this who – want to sell their property. A lot of the times they want to sell their property because there's been a bit of short-term pain. There's maybe an interest rate rise or the the tenants have trashed the place and it's like all too much for them. I'm just going to sell it and I wake up and I don't have to be a property owner anymore or an investment owner. I can just get on with my life. Okay, But what they may have done is cut off their nose because uh, they've potentially missed out on a whole lot of capital growth on that particular property over the next five to 10, 20 years even. So understanding what that asset has done for them since they own the property is really critical. Uh, but then if they need to pull a lever because they have to sell, it's really because of lack of cash flow. So how can I prop this property up by putting more cash into it, either the holding costs or it might need some improvement because there's some renovation issues that need to need to get done urgently for it to be tenanted? Um, where do we need, where, where can we get that from? And that's really just understanding what our cash flow situation is in our personal life. And I think I spoke that, about this on a previous episode. So let's flip it then. What, what are the signs or indicators that it's a good time to sell and it's this opportunity to, I suppose it's a positive thing, not that you're backed into a corner? Yeah. So probably three reasons as to why you would want to sell. Um, number one is you've made a, a good amount of cash in a volatile market. So you've, you've, you're a high risk individual, you've gone into a, I don't know, a, a one horse mining town, for example, and you've got the jackpot and you've, you've made an amount of money that you never thought possible. And it's time to get out now because things could go belly up the other way in the coming years. So you, you get out while the going is good in a more of a volatile market. The second reason as to why people sell is because they want to 
by their principal place of residence. So they might have had a rent vesting strategy and they might have three or four properties and they might sell one or two of them to buy their principal place with little to no debt as a result of that, which is a great outcome. And then the third one is when we want to start downsizing towards retirement or lifestyle phase, as I call it, where uh, you're reducing your debt and increasing your cash flow. So again, from an investment point of view, you might have four properties, you sell down on two, and then that allows the other two to be really cash flow positive, and that's going to fund your retirement or at least help with that retirement period um, in and amongst other assets that you might have accumulated. Yeah, that's really helpful as well to think about the season that you're in and the stage of life that you're in. I mean, I know for our family, we've been in this like stage of little kids and so you're kind of not thinking, you're just thinking about getting through that stage. Yeah, survival. And then, and I kind of feel like maybe we're now moving into the next stage as they get a little bit older to start thinking about the next investment. But mm. I love that of knowing where are you at in your investment kind of life cycle mm. and therefore what decisions do you make to sell, to buy and how does that inform I guess that next move that you make. Yeah, absolutely it does, Shalyn. I think some people might look at their portfolio and, and, and look at one particular property and say, well, this hasn't grown in value in the last five years and I've, I've owned it for five years and it's done nothing for me. We've got to have a hard conversation with ourselves and say, look, do I just need to get out of this property because it's never going to perform for me or not to the level that some other asset could? Uh, and we've got to ask ourselves, is it giving us cash flow or is it giving us capital growth? If it's not giving us either of those two, sometimes we have to drop the ego, cut the cord and, and move on. Now, that's not the best outcome. That's not uh, wanting to sell. That's probably having to sell because it's a non-performing asset. So if you're in that position, uh, we, we probably don't want to continue kicking the can down the road ideally. Yeah, that's so helpful to think about. If it's not getting you capital growth or generating cash, mm. that's the indicators that, hey, it might be time to make a tough call. Yeah, because honestly, people go and buy investment properties for one of those two reasons generally, don't they? Like they might save some tax along the way and, and just like the, the renovation side of property and all of that. But generally, if it's not doing those two, yeah, it's... Uh, Time. Time to make a move. Mm. All right, we're going to go to a break and then stick around. And John, I want you to share your final piece of advice. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Okay, so final piece. As I said at the start of the show, we want to sell, not have to sell. If we're in a position where we haven't bought any property at all, that's fantastic. We can set our strategy right so that we never have to sell. And by doing that, we create a high cash flow positive environment for ourselves or we have buffers in our life that will always allow for the, the, the things out of our control and we buy assets that are going to perform for us. So they're generally houses with land. There's got to be some land value 
attached to that. Um, or they've got to be something that's unique, that's always in demand and, and not, I suppose, open to oversupply. So the final thought on this is never buy a property where you're backed into the corner and you have to sell. I'm John Pigeon, and you've been listening to My Millennial Daily. My Millennial Daily is produced by My Millennial Money, also available on Spotify.